NCTNI presents Boobcast with Katie and Kifa. We're both NCT qualified breastfeeding counsellors with five children between us and wide ranging breastfeeding experiences. On this podcast, we'll be delving into some of the topics that come up most regularly when we talk to parents. Today, we're going to talk about going back to work and some of the challenges that can come up and hopefully some tips about how we can make the transition a bit smoother. There's quite, a, there's quite a few questions that we get when we are talking about going back to work. And they tend to centre around giving a bottle, pumping, sort of how the breastfeeding journey is going to look when the child starts at daycare and you're not with the baby all the time. It's definitely an overarching fear, I think, that hangs all breastfeeding mums are very aware of that so much effort is put into the beginning and establishing breastfeeding and then as that return to work in most cases looms women start to look at where they are what what they've achieved and how on earth are they going to maintain this once they go back to working nine to five or shift work yeah you're right there's a lot to think about there's a lot of different things that start to enter your mind you're thinking about uh, we're talking here about continuing breastfeeding so most women will be going back to work after six months sometimes a bit longer and having that one-to-one time mostly with your baby especially if your partner's been been working the whole time or or has only had a small amount of time off during paternity leave even if they've been working at home you still have that one-to-one time where you have been looking after the baby by yourself and you've got used to it and you may be really really excited to get back to work but there's a lot of things that you feel logistically might not be working. I know that fear of oh no how's my baby going to feed? In most cases you know babies are on solids at this stage However, the main source of their nutrition most of the times is still breast milk and unless pumping and expressing is a regular part of your routine, having to introduce that is a lot for women. Yeah, and there's also the thought of, well, you're introducing pumping, but then you're also introducing it possibly in public, you know, you're you're <laughs> You haven't to go to your boss and ask for time, even though it's legally you're supposed to be given that time and a space to do it no, safely and privately. <laughs> Often that's not the case. And some workplaces, unfortunately, just can't. You know, if you work in a really small organization, then, you know, maybe there just isn't anywhere. So it's there's quite a lot of hurdles sometimes. And even if you work for a large company, they might not have provision for that. They might not have had somebody asking for pumping time before yeah. or a fridge to put breast milk in. Yeah, exactly. And it's, you know, we know that in our society, it's sadly still in some cases a taboo or it's just not regularly seen. So if you're going back to your boss, whether they're male or female, it could be a very awkward conversation because they haven't had that request before and they've maybe never known a breastfeed woman and what it entails. So it's there's just lots of different layers of preparing to return to work. And that's something that, 
we get asked a lot in our drop-in? Yeah, you know, there's, there's different, like you said, there's different layers to that. It's when am I going to start pumping? When should I start pumping? When should I start giving the baby a bottle? When should we try? Should somebody else be preparing the baby by giving the bottle? Or is it okay to do it by myself? And, you know, and then you're thinking about, well, how do we fit? How do I fit the pumping in? In addition to all those feeds (laughs) that you know your baby does. And, you know, alongside the the physical requirements of returning to to work as a breastfeeding mum, there's the emotional side of it as well. And that awareness that you're going to be experiencing another hormonal shift as well as mum guilt and all those wonderful things. So there's always, there's the practicality. It's, do I have to pump? When do I pump? My baby doesn't take a bottle. They're going to starve. What do I do? And I suppose our responses vary based on how established that baby is on solids. I know a lot of women are, if their baby's getting settled into a daycare setting, they're preparing their baby. And it's almost expected that babies aged from six to 12 months are going to be having a bottle at some point during their their day with the daycare. But that is not always what's required. No. And, you know, a mother is thinking about going back to work, maybe eight, nine, 10, 11 months you know, around the time when a baby's starting to have more solids, they're often, not always, but often quite established with a few meals a day. Mm-hmm. If not three, then definitely two. And, you know, the baby's getting used to sometimes they'll have food instead of milk and then they'll have their they'll, their milk later on or they'll have it, you know, have already had it before they've had something to eat. So so their routine has already changed. Mm-hmm in a way that allows food to fit in which is one of the other things that can be really daunting when you're starting that journey too so you know there's a lot of there's a lot of change going on Mm. for you and your baby around that time and often when as the baby gets more established on solids they can go slightly longer without milk and you know it's not the end of the world if the baby's going to daycare and completely refusing the bottle that you've pumped that you've pumped and that as we've said it is such an emotional change for both parties involved and that extra layer of pressure that so many women put on the on themselves to pump and to you know pump enough for multiple bottles across their baby's day if their baby's in daycare from 8 30 to 5 30 and sometimes offering that reassurance that that's not always required depending on your baby's needs you know maybe they could have water alongside their their meals or something else might settle them to sleep yeah and you know we're really not talking about you know you're depriving your baby of milk mm-hmm. that would be that your baby is definitely going to be having milk before they yeah. arrive at daycare so they would normally wake up and have their feed anyway you're talking about just tweaking the routine a little bit so yeah. that they're being fed before they go and when they leave 
you know, that's for a lot of babies, they're able to adapt to that. And as long as they're being offered other things and that you can offer them milk, of course, and see if if they take it, then it's great. And then that's one less thing to worry about. But in those first few weeks, it might be that they're they're not very happy with that transition (laughs) that, you know, they were getting it from source and now they're getting it from the bottle. But I mean, I think a lot of women find that once they've hit that sort of 9, 10, mm. 11, 12 month mark, that their baby is able to go slightly longer yeah. without feeds. And, mm. you know, there's a little bit more of a flexibility between between feeds. And so then that can translate into a full day or half a day or depending on how long, you know, you're away from the baby. And the other thing as well is that a lot of women find is that once they collect their baby from daycare, bring them home, the baby's kind of lashed on for the next couple of hours maybe exactly we know that one of the concerns that mums bring to us is that my supply is going to drop and I'm not going to be able to produce milk and I'm not going to be able to maintain this breastfeeding relationship that I've worked so hard to build up but we know that by this stage of return and in most cases whether it's six months onwards you know most women's supply is really well established and it's not going to disappear overnight and we know that in those early days women's bodies are fabulous and listen and start to regulate and the same goes whenever you return from work and I've heard stories of when if they work nine to five and then they're with their baby all weekend, on those weekend more days, their supply is more than what it is Monday to Friday because the body starts to regulate or recognize that rhythm. That's right. Yeah, that's that's something that you hear about a lot. And, you know, if if there's maybe like a day during the week when, you know, say a mother decides to go back four days or three days and, you know, say she's not at work on a Wednesday for example that day she's able to feed her baby as she normally would have and then on Thursday she might be feeling a little bit full but as time goes on body begins starts to, to disappear yeah. so when you're thinking about what breastfeeding can look like mm-hmm. when you go back to work it really doesn't need to look that different from how it looked before in terms of when you're with your baby your baby can feed on demand as they normally would have And there shouldn't really be any need to change too much of your routine on those days. Um, And then so your body would be producing that, you know, the amounts of milk that your that your baby needs, according to when they're requesting it. So they'll just be requesting it at different times. I mean, one of the other things that can happen then is that because your body is your body's regulating the milk slightly differently, your period can return you can have, you know, different hormonal changes and you can have dips where you feel like you don't have as much milk, but it's all temporary. Um, not the period coming back, unfortunately, (laughs) but, (laughs) but dips in, in, you know, feeling like you have less milk at certain times. And also times when you feel like you have too much milk, your body will get used to that eventually. And there's, there's no need to worry about, you know, your period returning and, and your milk drying up because unless your baby has stopped requesting milk, for a long time then there is very it's very unlikely that you know you've got nothing mm-hmm. it's more just that your body's getting used to producing the new less. rhythms 
And I mean, the other thing is as well, that if you do decide that you want to continue pumping for, for your baby, if they're happy to take a bottle, then introducing a pumping routine into your, into your life before you go back to work, giving yourself time to get used to that, finding out what time of the day suits you best to pump. Or maybe looking Uh, ahead and saying, well, if I was in work, I would normally take my lunch at this time and see if that, you know, pumping at that time, then your body will be aware of what's happening and respond. And maybe if pumping's new to you, managing your expectations around how your milk supply will be reflected in a pump. Yeah. I mean, the other thing with pumping as well is that sometimes a pump doesn't suit. Mm-hmm. So things like making sure that the flange fits properly and making sure that you're happy using the pump. It's not sore. It's not too fast. That's the other thing is that sometimes you can switch it on and, it, you know, you have it on full blast and it's not going to do anything. you're in a hurry and you think I need to get more out. Yeah. So there's so there's some practical things to think about, but it's really about just being a bit more prepared and just thinking, like you say, looking forward. Yeah. But overall, you know, the amounts of milk that you'll be producing shouldn't change too much. As as your baby gets older, the amounts of milk that they need or want might change, but that would happen whether you're going back to work or not. Exactly. You know, I, I think also many women become concerned that or it's either them thinking it or society projecting onto them that you're going back to work, right? You're done with breastfeeding now. And I know I've had conversations with mums that are like, oh, well, going back to work in five weeks. So I, I really need to stop breastfeeding because they think that they just can't. And sometimes allowing yourself to have those conversations and you know, look at ways around it. Obviously, if you choose, you're going back to work and you no longer wish to breastfeed, that, that's fine and that's your own choice. But the reality is it does not have to be that. No, it doesn't have to be the end of your breastfeeding journey at all. And if there is any reason that you're thinking about, you know, you're not sure how things can work, then reaching out for support mm-hmm. would be a really good thing to do and just, yeah. just chat to somebody. and. Get some good advice and our drop-in is available on a Sunday. You could log on and have a chat with some of us. And there's other mums who have been back to work already who join every once in a while or join every week. So you can have a chat with other people and find out what they're doing. And, you know, everybody's family is going to be slightly different, but you might find something that would work for you. Mm-hmm. And sharing that peer-to-peer support and that lived experience we know it's something that we've both experienced however speaking to someone that's done it recently and their babies maybe a couple of months ahead of your own always gives you that extra boost you know oh look they've just done it they're still doing it so I can do it as well yeah it's a really good way of just giving yourself that extra little boost Mm -hmm. you've been listening to NCTNI presents Boobcast with Katie and Kifa. Join us next time for more breastfeeding chat. This podcast is brought to you in association with NCT Northern Ireland and funded by the Public Health Agency NI. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram and find out more about our courses on the NCT website. <laughs>